thanks to the Diamond Tina Podcast Network, this is more Fired Up! So welcome once again to More Fired Up on the Diamond Tina Podcast Network. I feel very welcomed. You are Stephen Ferris. I am. Over there, you are Dennis Carnahan, and I am Chris Gale. We're here supposedly to break down round 11, indigenous round of the National Rugby League, and we're going to do that. We're going to forensically go through each game, the scores, the highlights, the action, the outcomes, the statistics. Analysis? Will there be analysis? There'll be so much analysis. It's (laughs) exactly what this uh, rugby league public needs and deserves. Chris, can I bring a bit of heart to this before we get into the analysis? Please, Stephen. Can I just give a big nod of sympathy, uh, indigenous round, to... uh, Greg Inglis and his uh, situation. I sure. just think that was shocking and very, very sad. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm sure the South community and the broader rugby league community yeah. will uh, come together and rally for Greg. Yeah, yeah. And um, Now we can go into the analysis and the humour. Let's go into it. Okay. Well, you know, it's Is often said that... Well, alleged. <laughs> allegedly. It's often said that rugby league is a game built on hate, but I have the... Contention. It's actually a game built on pain. It's re- the, the rule book's been rewritten, hasn't it, Chris? And uh, it, it, what a round. I mean, is there anybody left standing? <laughs> it's funny you should say that, Stephen, because basically the answer to that is no. And, you know, we've, we've on our other show, fired, the new Fired Up on, or new Fire Up on FBI 94.5. I'm confused. Yes. Yeah, sure. Which one is it? Talk, talk about rugby league is full of losers, that only one team wins, yes. right? And I think it's got even worse this week. First of all, the pain. Oh, the pain. None more so than Justin O'Neill, who's having a season like you wouldn't believe that he was capable of. Can, can we cue Dr. Smith? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pain. <laughs> Until he ruptured his spleen against your Canberra Raiders. Ah, against him? Yes. <laughs> Did he? I didn't even know Is that. Is that how you rupture your spleen by rubbing yourself against somebody? <laughs> I think he was caught by Ricky's chair as he was running to the rooms at full time. Has oh. Ricky still got the, the chair and the cat on the field? <laughs> oh, the cat. He keeps the cat at home. <laughs> Does he? Kicks yeah. the cat when he gets They're legally the kept five right. metres apart. That cat feels pain. He knows ABO. rugby league. That is the essence of rugby league. Ricky's cat. <laughs> and it seemed, with the exception of Justin O'Neill, despite the season he was having, he was not an Origin Calculations. Yeah. If you were an Origin Calculations, there was every chance you were going to get hurt. It's pretty got a set square <laughs> and a compass, and he opens up the box and he goes, calculate, calculate, calculate. you're out. <laughs> Luke Keery, mm-hmm. Matt Scott, yeah. wow. Adam Reynolds, yep. Tyson Frizzell, and we'll come to that in a moment, yeah. and Mitchell Pierce. Well, yeah. well, maybe not Mitchell yeah. Pierce, but mm. so much pain. Mm. But it's not just the pain the players feel. It's the pain we feel as fans. Mm. Dennis, if I can go to you first. Please. As you went you down... You haven't even mentioned a single one. You haven't even mentioned the Raiders with their enormous start to the season where their right edge was the highest scoring right edge and the best defending right edge. Their right edge being... Leipana. Being second rower, centre, winger. Bateman. Leo. Johnny Bateman. Leilua Rapana. Rapana. All Rapana. gone. Leo. All gone. Bateman. And they were being fed the ball by Jackie Boy Whiten, who now he's gone to origin. So we've lost our entire right side... Uh, Nicky Kotrick, he replaced the right centre. He's gone to origin, so we've lost our entire right side plus reserves. So, so they're running around with just the left side of their body. That's right. They haven't got hell. No, the team. The team has no right side. Incredible. It's just, just packed the left They're kind of like side. the fan of the opera, aren't they? They've got a half a mask. Yeah, they are. And so if, if any team attacks them down, down the right, we're gone. We've got no one out. We've got a huge. We've, we've got you in two weeks, so I'm writing notes on this. Oh, yeah, my, my team being the Tigers yeah, the of the course. The allegation Bateman's yeah. going to be back. <laughs> well, <laughs> and look, you, you, your pain was compounded. Not unlike Josh Hodgson's thumb, <laughs> so, so he's he's out of origin. He's out for six to eight weeks. Yep. Well, of course he's from um, from All, which is you know in North Queensland, which makes him doubly out of origin. Makes him doubly out of origin. 
But after your defeat to the North Queensland Cowboys mm-hmm. at home, GIO mm-hmm. Stadium, mm-hmm. Peter Beattie, who was on the show last week, and how, we good, was, Peter how good was Peter Beattie? How good is Peter Beattie? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> how good is Todd Greenberg? Really, come on. He'll be at the Queensland Origin launch, apparently, and yeah. Peter Beattie told me that on Twitter. But this earlier tweet from Peter said the following, Tipping has been tough this round. Cowboys beat the Raiders today. Most tipsters, zero out of four for the last four NRL games. NRL is the closest contested sport, full stop. That is why the salary cap is so important. Hashtag he's NRL. He's obviously not a St. George supporter. <laughs> Look, you, you think about that. If he's, you know, skiting the fact that the salary cap means that everything's equal. Everyone's got a fair go. Right. Yeah. Every week, eight teams lose. <laughs> Each season, 15 teams lose. If the Gold Coast Titans won the premiership, yeah. you've got 99% of the fan base in agony, yeah. and the tipsters 100% in agony because no one yeah. would tip. Is this good for the game, this much pain? Well, I think that if your own team is losing like mine is and yours is and yours is, I think going for the Titans is not a bad option. I'd like that to be a fairy tale, Ooh, wouldn't it? Boy. Yeah, that's a long fairy tale. That's like you're asleep for 100 years yeah. to get kissed by that prince. Are you, are you fading... Dennis, I mean, having, I mean, you know, it's, oh it's looking boy, a bit deja vu for Ricky. I'm looking at the next four weeks and going, thank God for the Bulldogs. We've got the Bulldogs thank next God week. for the buy, We've I got say. the Bulldogs and then we've got the Tigers and then we've got the uh, the Sharks and we've got the Eels. Then we've got the buy. I can see us losing two or three of those games before the buy. And that, it horrifies me. But this is the, the horrible thing about the pain is, is, is the delusion thinking that if we can get just a couple of wins there, we get the buy, then we get these players back, then we, then we can build for the Dennis future. And Chris, and can carrot. I just interject with a, a, a varying degree in this concept? You may have seen the film AI. Yes. And there's a vision of what humanity would look like if we all indulge ourselves in sugar, um, fat, low exercise, um, video screens 24 hours, you know, being stroked and looked after with no effort, no, no work, no pain, no gain. Uh, it's not a happy sight. It's, it is a very unhappy sight. And I've just come off a camp. I was going to say, you just described I the I have of just a child been walking and, and kayaking. <laughs> it has been pain all the way, and I feel bloody good for it. And let me just also divert you to the great moments in history. Isaac Newton whacked in the head with an apple. Bit of pain. You know, moment, thought, bubble. Jesus Christ, how much pain did that man suffer for the rest of humanity? I mean, Mel Gibson, Last Temptation of Christ, said pain is the greatest teacher. Without pain, we don't evolve. We don't move forward. We learn nothing. Not too much pain, mind you, just enough pain to teach you. So rugby league is actually doing a service to us. It is. It's an educational service. In our closeted society. adults and people like myself who just have to pull my head in occasionally, you know? <laughs> it's one of the last true sources of pain, I mean, is it, Dennis? Gandhi well, did the long not... walk, correct? Am I right or wrong? Well, that would have hurt on the, on the feet, you know? I mean, Buddha sitting around forever. I mean, that must have been painful on his haunches after a while. And I'm both Cowboys fans. <laughs> Spoken like a true rooster, a true Dragons fan. Exactly. He loves pain. You wouldn't yes. go for, the, for yes. pain unless you The great like, teacher. And then, of course, there's Cooper Cronk with his uh, hair shirt, and he likes to he likes to put himself through pain. Birch yeah. branches. Birch branches, <laughs> that's and that's what yeah. he was missing on the weekend. Um, well, he's having arrested allegedly. But the, you talk about great moments in history. Then, of course, there's, there's Mr. T in Rocky, and he yes. was asked for his predictions. What's your prediction for the fight, then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Pain. See, there's a leader. There's a leader, so educator. Can, can I turn to you, Stephen, who seems to be um, almost bathing or wallowing in the concept of pain? Yes. Maybe we're going back to your own childhood, your upbringing, etc. Uh, down at Wynn Stadium. You're talking to a lapsed Catholic here, Chris. <laughs> well, and we used to have to tie those things around our legs, with which, which, which broke the skin and lash ourselves at night, you know. Hail Mary's galore. I mean, can we call Hail Mary? Is that what you say? That, that's why he's still the coach. <laughs> yes, and can we, can we also be... point out, can we from now on call it the ironically named Wynn Stadium? Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, 
You were just describing what physical education was like at your school, is it? Can you? Yeah, I was, and and like there, we, you know, I I saw a glimpse of it yesterday because I was in the bush. But the, imagine the the triple dose of pain you're right going to win stadium, right? Playing oh. your nemesis, the team that actually brought you to asunder in '67 with Gal. Did I hear kicked a field goal oh, in the final? Let minute. me come to that in a minute. Jesus Christ oh. Almighty, losing so, in your own ground. Yeah. So you, you, the St George Illawarra Dragons were taking on the Cronulla Sharks down at Win Stadium, mm. and by halftime you'd lost Tim Laff. Yeah. James Graham. Yes. And Josh oh, Dugan. And, and, <laughs> oh, and, Tyson, and Tyson Frizzell, yeah. right? Didn't they yeah. lose Dukes as well? well? Well, no. Frizzell and Dukes was a head knock. Yeah. So the price the Sharks had to pay was the loss of Dugan for three Dragons off. That seems no. like a price any season. Fair to pay, price right? to pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and has he got sponsorship for that mullet yet? Uh, Dukes? Yeah, yeah. Is there any, any money in the world? I'd imagine he's got insurance for it. Is there a new Mil- Mad, you know, Mad Max film coming out, or is there. Any openings? I have no idea what no. it's all about. Like it is, it is the. What is that all about? It's amazing. Well, this it's, it's a seriously amazing subculture. It's like, it's like Westville, nineteen seventy-five, isn't it? You know what I, I, mean? I seriously wonder whether he is trying to make a play at uh, much like Carmichael Hunt did, yeah, much yeah. like his own flow. He's trying to make a play at the AFL because it's a very yeah. AFL mullet. He is would fit right, right in the tattoos, the mullet, straight to Richmond. And what, is, what is that again, Dennis? This AFL you're talking AFL. about? Oh, it's, it's rugby league that they play in Melbourne. Oh, okay, right. Gotcha. Okay. There is an interesting subculture in the Sharks, and I mean, I think the mullet is a signifier of who's on the end. Dukes, Fafita, of course. Yeah, yeah. Fafita, who's been struggling with hamstring injuries, revealed over the weekend that his father... And has, idiocy. Yes. <laughs> his father has been treating the injury. Right. So his father gets scalding hot what, water. What does he look like? <laughs> I've never seen Mr. Fafita. But Andrew is lying prone, face down, and so he doesn't. he's not prepared to look. And, his father, and nobody wants to touch him, right? No, except his father, except who actually father. is applying wow. scalding hot water, yes. which Fafita says is third-degree burn level Whichever. hot, and then pounding the hamstrings with, with chili. Lord knows what. And Andrew says, I don't want to know what my father is doing to me because... <laughs> I'm a father now and I wouldn't want to inflict this pain on my children, which is more evidence that the game is painful. Yeah, family pain. is a funny thing, isn't it? And, and, and of course, the painful reality that Ben Hunt, uh, otherwise known by Freddie Fittler, we won't go yeah, into yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, kicked the field goal to have you ahead 9-8 at half yeah, yeah. time. He was Sim- a saviour and a hero then, wasn't he? Simply to lose. Yeah. How painful is the... Paul Gallon farewell tour where he lines up and kicks celebratory conversions when the game is done and dusted. <laughs> Every game, well, this yeah. is my great fear because, like I said, they're playing the Raiders in three weeks' time and I'm I'm terrified of there being a game that you know, the Sharks score yeah. on the bell, a, under the post, to even the scores and Gell takes the kick they're to like go the ahead. They're evil, evil, they're evil twins, aren't they, Canberra and Cronulla, don't you reckon? I don't know if they're one's evil. One's a seaside version, one's an no, inland like, version. You know I what I'm think, saying? I think there's a yin and a yang. One's the pure evil rugby league, and, and feral nature rugby. <laughs> and one is glory and sportsmanship and, and honour. And that's the green one. Choose for yourself. But, but John Morris wouldn't allow that. If, you were, if they were playing you guys and the Sharks are behind by one, score a try under the sticks in the 80th minute and then the conversion has to be kicked, surely the hubris wouldn't extend a gap coming we, up and taking Can't we legislate? That. Can't we speak to Tom Greenberg and legislate against it's, 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 it's holding it's so the game un, in contempt, It's so it? undignified. It's holding have, the game in contempt. Have, look, the poor Dragons, you know, it's not enough to lose, but you've got to have Gal... Gal's obviously suffered a lot of pain yes. in his life and he's seeking Gal revenge in his last run, isn't he? It was he, insult heaped on injury. But, Stephen, you're fascinated by the fact that there's one man who never seems to get hurt. Yes, Cameron Smith. Why is that? Does he ever get touched? 
He obviously doesn't because otherwise he'd be in pain. He doesn't feel pain because he never gets touched. Yesterday marked his 500th first-class Good game. reason so for that, you, right? So if you put in uh, NRL first-grade matches, if you put in State of Origin, you put in international... Testimonials and, and, and memorials and, and lunches not, and dinners. Not them, not them. But if you put in uh, World Club Challenges, he played... Yesterday was his 500th game. He's never had a major injury. Now, apparently James Graham reached about 450, I believe. Right. He looks like he's gone 900, right? Because mm. he throws himself into every tackle willingly, stupidly, and looks like he's bashed around a la Fitzsimons' crusade. Whereas Beaver Menzies, who's a similar number, looks fantastic. He does look good, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. But, you know, he never really – he just sort of bludged out in the three quarters. Bludged out. Quite an, <laughs> he has quite a, a lot of elasticity in his nose. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you saying Cameron Smith is a bludger? No, because Australia hates a bludger. Yeah, I mean, some people are touched Australia by the hand hates of Cameron God. Smith. But... Oh, come on, it's the only Australian captain that's getting that gets booed. He has his <laughs> one of his testimonials in Queensland. He yeah, gets in Queensland. Booed. Everyone Queensland. loves JT. That yeah. JT five or six now. Jonathan Thurston, who's mm. now gone because mm. there's so many JTs. Mm. But at the testimonial, everyone's cheering JT. Then he and he, See, even in Queensland, he's the Michael he's Clark the of rugby league. He's the villain. Yeah. He's the Michael Clark he's, of rugby he's league. He's a bit hard in in other colours. But this is how we purge our own pain, isn't it? By, yeah. by picking on Cam Smith deservedly. And the, Correct? Yeah, Exorcism deservedly, style. Deservedly. The, yeah. the Storms were back at Belmore on, on the weekend, and as uh, they went to Lemons, Cameron Smith roundly booed. Is yeah. that oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Now, let's, we can see through the facade, can't we, Chris? Yes, let's turn to the start of the round. Mm. Uh, the Penrith Panthers took on the Parramatta Eels at Bankwest Stadium, a.k.a. the Fortress. Can yeah. I just say, I, I think this game was best summed up by um, Sturlow when Sturlow, midway through the second half, has come out and said, I don't see any way either of these teams can win this game. No way at all. <laughs> what goggles was he wearing? So uh, the fairy tale is over, is it? Bankwest fairy tale. Bankwest, the, the fortress has been dismantled. The magic is now, they've taken the magic uh, out. It doesn't there's get no magic like that. King's Landing, if those who, anyone who was interested in. Uh, Back to reality. Back to reality. Yeah. Cold well, showers. You the know. irony was a dragon destroyed King's Landing, which doesn't really apply in rugby league because the dragons aren't destroying anything. Hey, right what now. are you talking about? <laughs> game of Thrones. Oh, I must start watching Spoiler. that. Spoiler. It's very popular. I must start. Yes. <laughs> it's very popular. No need now. I've just to the end. <laughs> there was only one highlight, which was to me was Mitchell Moses. Because when you actually went to the highlight packages on NRL.com, mm. most of it was occupied with conversion attempts, penalty attempts. <laughs> and Mitchell oh, Moses. Yeah, this was glorious. Mitchell Moses had one in front, uh, slipped over Cam Smith style, and it squeaked over the crossbar. Right. There were 28. Uh, errors, sixteen penalties. That was the only highlight. Wow, it was. It was, uh, but it was like he, I think in soccer they call it the panenka, where you just do a little soft one straight down the middle, and the, the goalie is going to dive to one side or the other, and then uh, you make him look like a goose because the ball just rolls too. over. Yeah. And he just did that. It what do they call that again? Panenka. Why? Because uh, some is, where's he dude? From? Pat Pat must know. Name Panenka from. Dude called Panenka from yeah. Europe, according yeah. to Trevor Panenka. Yeah, tre- <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Panenka. What a memory! Yeah, that's you know, that's like our Stephen Bradley, right? Oh, I know who Stephen Bradley is. Yeah. I know exactly what no, he does. No, I mean, losing, and winning by losing. And now there's thousands of memes of uh, Stephen Bradbury where they've put uh, yeah, falling Morrison. behind him. There's, there's yeah, Nathan Cleary's, Nathan Cleary's oh, Bradbury. Oh, and you've yeah. got yeah, Pierce. This is, this is like the Bruno Gans Hitler stick, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 other, the other great highlight, of course, was... Uh, he sometimes is a referee, but he was a linesman, and he's got one of those. Oh, ones. Chris Butler. Yeah, Chris Butler. Yes. Got the uh, trainer, was it the... So he's running Kansas down because the ball was kicked out on the full, and he's running down, flag raised like yeah. a Bengali lancer, yeah. and he's looking in field to, to signal to the ref. Yes. Meanwhile, the, the, was it the Tigers trainer? 
Well, no, it was just, Panthers or Eels. It was one Panthers, of the two. Uh, one of the, a big cat probably, or something. It might be the Panthers. Tripped him. He's just, no, he's just stepped out, and they're both looking at the same spot, oh, same thing, and yeah, he hasn't yeah. seen him. Can I, can I he's just... Bumped, he's been bumped this, into this the This must have been board. broadcast onto the sales of the Opera House, because this was Friday night, right? Uh, Thursday night. <coughs> That's why I saw it. That's why you saw it. That's why I saw it. I'm thinking, how did I see that? And I'm yeah. thinking, why is it that in a game where men are brought down all the time, seeing... Two people who aren't supposed to go down go down is well, funny. The, the trainer didn't go Charlie down. Charlie Chaplin, you know, it was just Chris Butler that went down. That was it was glorious. It was a glorious. And why hurt. was it funny? Because the referee or the linesman was in pain. Uh, yeah. Yes. So we, we 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 learn by pain, but we laugh at other people's pain. And that's the relief of pain, right? And if you talk about pain, yeah. uh, Ivan Cleary gave his second yeah. press conference in two days, and on the back of the win, he was prepared to go into what the deeper issues were in the club, uh, yes. and all the deeper issues were associated with the sex tapes, right? And the concept of deeper and sex tapes is one that I don't want to explore. Was that s and I'm assuming, Chris? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> there were wh- whips and cat and nine tails and all the These rest of it. These are the ones that haven't been released publicly. Yeah. Now, Dennis, our point of difference is that you do a song and you're doing, uh, for those who are listening in something like Real Time, your final show of your May run at the Bridge Hotel Rugby yeah, League, the musical. Well, it's the last Monday in May, so yeah. the last of the most mad Monday in May. But I will be back in August. Fantastic. Mad Mondays in August. Will you be Hotel. playing us a song that's in the show or are you just doing something not well, relevant? Look, this is something that's, that's it's just completely... I'd sort of play a love song. Actually, no, this is... Um, <laughs> watching the game over the last few weeks, there's been penalties rising and rising. And last, last year, there was the penalty crackdown because people are holding down in the ruck too much. So they've yeah. they decided to stop doing the penalty crackdown, stop sending people in the bin. So what's happening? Andy crackdown. Cam Smith is going nuts and he's just lying in the ruck and he's flopping and he's hanging around. And is there a prettier side? Oh, there's nothing better. And the, you know, you, you've got um, Bellamy coming out and going, oh, that was the slowest game I've ever seen. Well, because it's the other teams are holding down because everyone's holding each other down. Mm. Now, again, we had Mr. T from back in the eighties. This is going to go back to the seventies. David Essex, who's a big league fan, oh God, yeah. um, he wrote a song about this way back mm. in the seventies, and this has basically become the NRL coaching manual. Oh. Hold them down, don't let them go. Oh no, wait till your defenders are in line, then let go. Nice and slow, you can win games easy. All you have to do is slow their rock speed. So hold them down, don't let them go. Hold them down, don't let them go. Oh no. Can't you see how it helps us when we get penalties? Referee, that just gives us more time to build a nicely structured defensive line. So hold them down, don't let them go. They say it's not in the fabric, but we really want to win. We're rewarded for cheating. When the refs won't use the sin bin So hold them down Hold them down Don't let them go Yes, indeed. So beautiful. So beautiful. And of course, it, it does... I assume... If he ever does, because there is some theory he's the devil and he may never die, but if Cameron Smith donates his body to science, they'll probably want to break down what is in his bloodstream because if it's 
immense analgesic yeah. qualities. First, right? you'd have to snip the tail off. Yes. Right. <laughs> Horns. Yeah, push the juice out and just yeah. get that in a, in a vial and test and, that first. And they always did always like snake venom and plant extract and whatever. And, and oh, all the tentacles. The tentacles thing has to when wrap you, up. When you yeah. take a Panadol 100 years' time, there will be a little bit of Cameron it, Smith in it. it. It could be the saviour of humanity, the way we're going. <laughs> well, you know, we're going to need some sort of antidote to all the could save the whole planet. <laughs> Cam Smith's blood. Imagine that. The sacrifice he's, he's not, We've got him wrong. One he's messy ruck at a time. He's the new Christ figure. He's going to yeah. save the planet. Exactly. Absolutely. And we've all seen Shallow Hell, right? You know how he had to just try and hide the tail in, in real life? <laughs> George Costanza with the tail. That's yes. right. Now, in amongst all this pain yes, and all this and suffering, humor, yeah. yes, and, and, you know. Uh, there were some winners, were there, Chris? Self flagellation. There was one winner that we really must focus on because they saved rugby league up at McDonald Jones Stadium last Friday night, and I referred, of course, to the Newcastle Knights. Yes. Oh, wasn't it glorious? Who who didn't enjoy that win? I think even Roosters fans enjoyed that, didn't they? Because <laughs> they like their self-flagellation. That's the, the most beautiful thing yeah. about it, though, was it, the hubris. The yeah, how utter it, hubris. How long has it taken Nathan Brown to get that polish on? <laughs> hey? Only a number of years, right? But no, he's, he's, fine. A genius. He's, he's a genius. Well, he's, 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 he's a that. genius that moved yeah. Ponga from... He has to lose his hair back. in the process, but that's a fair price to pay. I, I, thought, mean, I thought the Roosters' slap. performance was spineless. Mm, no yeah. friend. No, no crumb. <laughs> Literally, and no Okay, Kiri got a bad head knock in the eighth minute. I think yeah. Safiti tackled him and completely yeah. legal. It was a, it was a sla- he got slammed on the ground. That's right. And the yeah. uh, the McDonald Jones Stadium is officially on report for the head knock on. Well, it is made of steel. I was in the bush at that point, but I heard that. I felt that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Tectonic it through. Yes. And <laughs> even you were on the water in a canoe, and even exactly. there was a shake. Yeah. yeah. You see the, the ripples spread the, the, out. That the sounds un- like winning against the roosters. <laughs> <laughs> the only downside for the Knights was that Mitchell Pierce, uh, in a, a pretty typical display of hubris, he's won five men of the matches in a row, and he goes, I am going to be selected for Origin. And when he went in under the sticks, he kissed his badge. Wow. And the unusual movement, he actually, I think, pulled his groin in the process and went, <laughs> Then ruled out of origin if he was ever being considered. Was he giving giving it to the his fellow team members? Uh, his former team members. Yeah, he yes. was. Yes. No, he's yes. at home in Newcastle, right? Because he it's was, of course, kicked out. He was so quickly. Kicked, well, he was kicked out of the Roosters so yeah. unceremoniously, yes. so they could bring Cronk in because Cronk was brought up to win a that premiership, scapula or not. Yes. And uh, yeah, it would absolutely gall him, and he was delighted. I think that's the first win he's had over over the Roosters. What a right. sweet victory, as they oh, say, gloriously yeah, yeah. sweet. And uh, in another life, I actually had a chance to speak to Sean Kenny Dow the following morning, and I think it's Skidzy. Yeah, it's Did fair you call to say Skidzy. Well, SKD, we're not that no. familiar. It's, no. it's okay. fair to say that I'm not sure he'd been to bed, and oh, they yes. were, I think the boys really enjoyed the win. Yes, right. And in Newcastle, they're allowed to. Yeah, there, that's there's right. actually they don't have a lockout. There they're actually allowed there, to yeah. go out and they're allowed to celebrate wins. What does Newcastle look like at four a.m. in the morning? Newcastle fairly vibrant. bleak. Yeah, vibrant. I think there's a couple of blocks around the the, the old the ducks yeah. nuts. Hunter Street used to be considered you know, wild country, didn't it? Back in the seventies mm. and eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's still a bit of an element of that, and I think they are. Everyone's saying now they're rewriting the old aphorism that when South are doing good, rugby league's doing good. Yeah, now it's the Newcastle when Newcastle's doing oh, good, yes. and they're in the top four. <laughs> I know they've taken over the Raiders. They've taken out that fourth spot, and they look good. And they're geez, it's, it's, it's oh, exciting Jesus, times. Oh Jesus! I just looked at the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dragons are thirteen wow. overnight, just like that. It's not as bad as you thought. No, Rabbitohs, Storm, Roosters, and Knights. That's a bizarre one, isn't it? It is. Well, the, everyone's you know who was that fourth team? It was the Raiders for a while? Yeah. I've always thought the Sharks are a spoiler, but now the Knights. Manly Raiders and Knights. What a weird little combo. Yeah, just very unusual. Biting at the top four. It does show the two speed nature of the competition, though, doesn't it? Wow. 
Speaking of manly, <laughs> yeah. did you see the face on Stephen Ferris when he said shark? The way he said, boy, he'd, he'd bitten a oh, nasty <laughs> lemon then. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's 52 years it's been gnawing at him yeah, I mean, yeah. and still going. Maybe he'd bitten an onion. Uh, <laughs> now, look, speaking of um, vibrant, well, less vibrant was Lotto Land yes. uh, on Friday night. Not so many peeps there to see them take on the Gold Coast. What numbers are we talking? It was officially 7,400. They so should be thrown that, out of the that's competition. That's almost a rugby crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a Roosters crowd. I'd say that's 5,000 5, <laughs> probably yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in real life. Literally, I reckon under 10, you get, you get turfed or you get fined a massive amount of money. You're talking criteria. That's the criteria. Absolutely. It's outrageous. And look. Manly went length of the field twice to go up, I think, 12 blot, and you would have thought the Gold Coast, here no. we go again. Garth Brennan under review by head of performance, Mal Meninga. Right. And Stephen, I think we've reflected previously that uh, Mal's review is pretty pithy. My review of my own <laughs> yes. performance as head of performance is tick. Yeah. His, um, his review of <laughs> Garth. Buggered. You're buggered. <laughs> but for some reason, the Gold Coast suddenly switched into gear. Oh. Off the back of a Dale Copley hat trick. Now, Dale Copley... Wow! I got a bit time for the kid again. Yeah, Dale Copley hat trick. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's just, <laughs> it's just silence. But you see, I don't understand like why. You're... There's obviously a good reason why those great sort of party towns. You know, it could be Miami or or it could be Goa or it could be you know the coaches or Newcastle. No, no, like the Gold Coast. Why that? With all the money, with all the tourism, all the facilities, the sunshine. Why they aren't better performers in sport? That's the Paul uh, Kent America's Cup. Argument. Okay. That you need to be whitewater rafting. In other words, pulling together, yeah, playing the rough waters yeah, in yeah. front of you. Yeah. I mean, if you're, what, what, what was the other thing you said? What was the third thing? If you weren't whitewater rafting America's Cup, you were, I, uh, I can't quite remember uh, what it was. Space Mountain. Space, space Mountain. Mountain. That's, that's, space Mountain. That's, that's a Disney ride. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Dragon, Space Mountain. Space Mountain, no right. doubt about it. But All over the shop. Gold Coast, Paramount, best of everything. Penrith, yeah, Penrith yeah. particularly in Gold yeah. Coast. Best so, of everything. They're America's Cup. They're complacent. They're actually So not too many actually. diversions on the Gold Coast. You're under the mirror ball at 3 o'clock in the morning. You're not thinking footy, are you? They're never going to win a home. They're only a yeah. chance on the road as they were at Lotterland. Right. Okay. And Ash Taylor, who um, Gordon Tallis and Andrew Johns both said massively overpaid, should be dropped. That's all he needed to get him going. I said coaches should go. Say more overpaid often, or right? overplayed? Overpaid. What's he getting paid? A million. A million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money, isn't it? What's the salary cap at the moment? Nine, nine two five. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to bump Jesus up a little. Christ, it's so around he, the nine. So he's one player out of out of the top thirty five is taking. 10%, would or is you, it 25 Would you like me to talk you through the concept of overs and unders again, Dennis? <laughs> I think this is overs. the reason why you wouldn't be playing good footy. There's a big distraction. There was there was, there was a nasty incident captured on film towards the end of the game. Keegan Hipgrave, I mean, he will go into the lexicon. If that is real name. Yeah, eventually, because he is the definition of what a loose cannon is. <laughs> and that moustache. He looks, he looks like a... Because cannons were 19th century military equipment. Right. And that's a 19th century military <laughs> moustache <laughs> he has as well. If I ever saw it, yeah, he was in the... Charge of the light brigade, I reckon. <laughs> and his only job is to unsettle the opposition. And he succeeded by taking a dive towards the end of the game uh, with less than 15 minutes to go. And Joel Thompson was enraged. The video caught Joel, uh, you know, there were definitely Ben Hunts because Carmichael Hunt has been retired because no yes. one knows who he is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there were definitely Michael Lux. And yeah. then there was a confusion. Uh, he actually said, you faker, as opposed to another word. But the Twitter sphere went nuts. We are... To see rugby league subject to political correctness and condemning yeah. players without all yeah. the facts, it upsets me. This this metaphor, this digital metaphor, you know, it went into meltdown, went nuts, went viral. What actually happens when it goes nuts? What's what does that mean? Is five first... people tweeting? Yeah, I think right. five people tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> and you can sense a temperature change. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's right. My phone actually heats up. Heats up. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ooh, Twitter's going actually there. <laughs> but, but there's an extra nice add-on, isn't it? 
Shit, the phone got hot. <laughs> but we, we're all in favour of a good rugby league name, like Bunty Tafoa or whatever yeah, his name is. But Bunty Alfoa. Hipgrave. Yeah, Keegan Hipgrave. But the new name for Manly is Cade Cust. And Custing was what the whole Thompson Hipgrave thing was all about. I thought that was fantastic. Cust. Dennis, we've already, we've already talked about your Raiders, uh, you know, Ricky looking up the yeah. meaning of the dictionary of deja vu. Um, Boy. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, I could sing the theme song. Like I said, there's hope. I see hope in the distance. I do see a light a on the hill. It's a tiny little ember. It is. It's on the hill. It comes after, after A the dying ocean. star. I can see that. I'm, I, I have right. these. Well, it's dwarf, still coming at you. Dwarf, dwarf star. Yeah, you know it's dead. The black. light's still coming no, at you. There's, there's this delusion. You're seeing it from a million years ago. 1994. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah, delusion and of a past. A, a, a <laughs> the post-origin glory. That's what yeah, I'm seeing happening. Yeah. The Raiders are going to struggle in post-origin. They get their stars back. They get the right hand back. They get everything yeah. back. And suddenly, they go on that big run like they did in 89. Well, like they did in 94. The, the two-speed na- two nature of the competition does still allow that, Dennis. You're yeah, still in can, I get, does. can I get to something that really is at the core of rugby league? And I often wonder, as a, as a Raiders Canberra fan, mm. do you like the colour? Oh, love it. Isn't that bizarre? What am I, I wearing go, right now? I know. Would I like that green, that have, shade? Have a look at that. <laughs> He's got He's a belt. Got the belt on. He's got the belt buckle <laughs> on. The Canberra Raiders yeah. belt buckle yeah. close to my loins. I, I would argue, as I look directly at your green um, for the seventh time today, that is what I would call the traditional Canberra green. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're not playing in the traditional Canberra green No, this it's year. a strange green this year. Yeah, it's more... I still love it. Muted? Yeah. Is it's that more, the right way to describe it? Well, actually, I think there's more blue. There's slightly right. more blue in the mix. Because every kitty that follows sport understands the power of the of the colour. That's the only reason they follow and, rugby And I often league. wonder why in rugby league particularly there isn't just one colour teams like the blue bags. Yes. But just blue. Not blue and white. Just blue. You know? I mean a blue bag shirt. Just pink. Yeah. Just orange. Yeah. I, you know? I, I wonder about the subconscious nature of it on referees as well because I know there's, there's been a number of times in the past where the, uh, the touch judge the, the referees might be in a, a similar shade, a similar hue yes. to this team. And you can see the centre is running down the field and he just catches a, a peripheral glimpse oh. of a jersey in his colour yeah. and he throws the ball directly to the touch judge, uh, not yeah. his outside man. <laughs> yes. And I think also with the, uh, with the green... The, the problem with the green is the camouflage that yes, it looks like there's less players on the field. Is that good for you or which, bad for you? It can be good. It mm. can be bad. It can be good back when Timmy Sheens was coach and we'd have Roger Ramjet would be giant, <laughs> sitting down to tie his shoelaces just on side <laughs> and suddenly he'd pop up and receive the pass ball over the try line. And they did this several times. They'd have mm. a, a faker sitting there, not pretending to be injured, just, oh, I've got to do my shoelaces up. <laughs> and, and no one's marking the faker. Mm, yeah. And that happened over and over again. And so I think also that they'd pop up because of the green. Whereas if you're wearing bright pink, yes. bright red, bright red traditionally wins. It yes. favours, referees favour bright red. Well, you there's been that? research that black is the most refereed against colour. That's for sure. You're reinforcing yeah. all sorts of social yeah. prejudices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why Penrith And they're going thoroughly to confused by Penrith. Yeah, yeah. Thoroughly yeah, confused. The radio shop. The um, rainbow that they have, they have that rainbow <laughs> flash through there. You mentioned the origin bump. The Warriors traditionally get the origin bump because they don't have many players in origin, and that'll be the case again this year. But in the Cody Nicarima Bowl, they fell short on the weekend. But as I reported to both of you, I haven't been able to find anyone who saw that game. Well, I have to say, I was, I was feeling a bit poorly on Saturday, and, and I just sat on the couch and watched all three games. I fell asleep at the start of that game, and I oh. woke up at the end of that game. And you hadn't missed a thing. I, I, I Here we are, more for ambassadors for rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that meant you stayed awake for the Rabbitohs dismantling the West Tigers? Yeah, sorry, I did. Was there any, I mean, you, of course, you know, again, I was complaining last week about people texting me and saying brave effort against the storms. The number of people who've said, well, you know, they've spent all their biscuits there. 
they've got their eyes ahead of what's coming up for the future. The Raiders took a lot of energy out of them. This was Dennis I'm talking about. Mm, you yeah, guys sorry. are morals. Thanks very much, Dennis. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'll take responsibility for that one. So we are Brisbane. They were, they were winners. Yes, Brisbane were winners. They're on the rise again. Yes, Rabbits were winners. Okay, and then, of course, the Golden team. Rugby league is looking pretty good, but South Sydney looking pretty good, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You've got you to give it to Wayne. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah, yeah. you would have thought he was... Because we know he doesn't coach, right? No, yeah. no, no. He just... Manages. Man manages. Yeah, he's, manager, he's the yeah. media manager. He spends the time with it, the media. The, the value of Wayne putting his arm around your shoulder just the once in a year is all you need. It's the, all the motivation, it nothing you in your head. Keep it simple. Support the man. Yeah. And then they play, because that's what they're good for. A little smile and a wink. They've been playing since they're three years old, for God's sake. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they know the techniques. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just the uh, the one percenters. St. George, don't drop the ball. <laughs> don't drop the ball. You know? <laughs> it's real simple. You know, we, we, we won't revisit the pain down at Wynn Stadium, Stephen, except to say that there's lots of puns now about the uh, Wunderkin Bronson. And I'll go with uh, Hattrick. He was Sherry Ripe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but finally, the uh, Bulldogs offered nothing. Uh, against the storms of mm. Belmore, what they did offer though was the access aisles on the hill were broad. You know, so they said all the patrons, but you got to be able. To Is get that enforced by security? Is that yes. a, yeah, yeah. And, and red lines painted it, it in the was, grass. It, Why? Yeah, and it also well, it's easy access and egress for patrons, yeah. and also it makes the hill look better populated than it actually is. Right. Okay. It also means you can leave more easily. Is this like a hot cross bun style? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, they okay. put these red lines. But the interesting thing is that red lines were wider at the top yeah, yeah. than at the bottom. They weren't parallel lines. Right. Well, that's. That, I think that's the parallax effect. Do they have a hard no, cross? That's why they can't rule on forward passes with the video. It would be the opposite if it was parallax. There'd be narrower. Dennis. Dennis. The voice of God, Dennis. Converging distance. <laughs> um, uh, Rev. Pat pointed out that um, Canterbury down by 20 unveiled this thing where Canberra style, they loaded all their players on the left and then faked the kick mousetrap style and a second kicker kicked it over to Remus Smith's side. It was beautiful. And he caught it, but he was five minutes offside apparently. And it was well, Because he, he ran with the foot. So someone did the, the under six style jump over the ball. Mm. When someone else came through and kicked it, but by jumping over the ball, he put Dally himself offside. Style. Yeah, he put himself offside, <laughs> and then the Canterbury players ran with the first kicker, so they were all offside, and it was a shame because it was actually beautiful. It, it was good. really funny because um, the fox was on the on the left. And he saw the kicker go to kick it right. So he's run. He's literally sprinted across wow. to make a big hole into yeah. which the Bulldogs player ran, yeah. caught the ball, ran through. But, uh, yeah. yeah, there was... And, and it's it's pat- like, imagine if Nureyev had rules like that. Yeah. We'd never see the beauty, the grace, the That's style, right. you know? Exactly. That's right. The, and, you know, the awe-inspiring movement, you That's know? That's right. Oh, no. Back to your camera. Can I just <laughs> say... Oh, you get Betty tweeting about the salary cap. I was there. I was there at the game. And the, the highlight of the game, um, there was two highlights. And both of them came from Cam Smith. Where he what? kicked the ball. I oh, know. I'm sorry, but it was it was well. No, no, it wasn't. There was Cam Smith twice kicked the ball out of the ground because it's a suburban ground. There's a <laughs> Under fence the train the line. Yeah. No, it was the other end. They've got a big net okay. up that. He tried. I swear he was trying to kick it over the net. Really? Didn't quite get there. Yeah. But he kicked it out and it bounced down the road. The, See, the only the Bulldogs, devil would think of that. The Bulldogs the players, devil. the Bulldogs, they got a conversion and they tried to kick it out and actually went over the fence, yeah. landed at its point and bounced back up <laughs> over the fence into the ground. Yeah. So oh, my God, a metaphor. Bounce. You caught that. Yeah, they yeah, couldn't that. even kick the ball And, the, the, and the final properly. score to that one was? I have oh, no idea. 28-6. Yeah. That sounds about right. Come on, Lost, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. You're story. getting analytical. <laughs> I didn't even I, see it. I, if, if there, to me, we saw more insight into the complexity that is Craig Bellamy's master coaching plan, give it to Adokar. And mm. Adokar's first try, I watched that on replay, and I swear that as he 
actually went in under the crossbar. No, no, full, no speed. full speed. As he went under the crossbar, he was still accelerating, almost Phew. physically impossible. Yeah, that, yeah. It, that is the enduring image of yeah. Indigenous round, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely is. And it did come out the numbers during the week that since GPS has been brought in, that Josh Adokar is, in fact, the fastest professional sportsman. Is so, that right? So if you take out sprinters... Right. So, so because they're you know they're, they're supposed to be amateur, yeah. But people who play professional sports, ball sports, NFL, and they use NBL, the GPS what, what are you living in, Dennis? Sprinters are professional athletes oh, yeah, now. Okay, <laughs> they're sorry, but but, but they're not playing it. They're not playing a ball sport. Sorry, Thank you very much. Ball okay. Fastest ball port, sport. Ball sport. <laughs> so he's faster than anyone in the NFL now. Admittedly, they're playing with the, the padding and stuff on. Thirty-eight point five kilometers an hour. Judged over what distance? It's just the maximum speed that you get, the maximum, the maximum moment speed. of speed. Wow. 38.5. Where can I find that information? This is an analysis that I'm really can. Well, let's get some meat into this discussion, shall we? Probably well, Redfern Pat's the- website that he's yeah, going to set up. I like to call him New Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <Jackie> <laughs> or New Boy Redfern Whiten. Pat. Jackie Boy Whiten's the third fastest this year. Jackie Boy White. Jackie Boy White. Uh, uh, My boy, Jackie Boy. Where's well, he from? Uh, he plays for Canberra. There's oh, a, there's the a, Alabama. Na- and you've heard of the uh, nation's capital. Yes. Canberra formed in 1913. I have. I love it. I love Canberra. Canberra. And to many raised eyebrows after his uh, off-field doobilies, he made the Origin squad. We'll talk Origin next week, I think. Well, they're still announcing the Queensland team. Yes. and so. It, but we, can we just say one thing with the New South Wales team? I mean, that, again, this was predicted a long time ago mm-hmm. that they're on the bench... Yeah, Jack Jack Whiten's on the bench. Um, there's a couple of players on the bench, but there's one Brisbane player, and this Brisbane player was predicted years ago by Mr. T. Mr. T, who do you see as playing on the bench for uh, for New South Wales? What's your prediction? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. And he's right, Payne Haas on the bench for oh, New South Wales making you know, the move. I don't know Beautiful. what it is about that, but this, just my ears twig, and I'm, I'm, I'm in audio like you are, but that just said 19, late 70s, early 80s, maybe? The compressions, the compression you can the hear. Compression. That, that. Prediction. Oh, yeah. Pain. <laughs> and he's on the bench. But we'll go into that next week, won't we, Chris? We will indeed. Now, um, we'd, li- we'd like to sort of wrap up by catching up with, uh, you know, what have we been up to? Now, Stephen, yes. you've already made reference to Father, Son. I would have thought you had some responsibilities around the Vivid Festival. You shirked those, is uh, that right? Look, uh, we did the big launch. We kicked the ball. The whistle went off and uh, boom, all the lights went on. And uh, there was a rugby league corner. If you look close enough near the Botanical Gardens, right. you'll see, see a homage to rugby league players. It's glorious. It's full colour. Um, it's interactive. The kiddies will love it. Um, done and dusted. Great. It's rolling along, and then I went bush. I went down to Kangaroo Valley, went bush. Didn't see uh, a game of rugby league from Friday onwards. Right. Yeah. Came to the <laughs> came, perfect ca- for the came show. to Kangaroo Valley at the pub and saw the horror unveiling, <laughs> unraveling. Colonel Kurt style. <laughs> Thanks very much. Unraveling. Yeah. The Sutherland Sharks. Dennis, what have you been um, up to? Oh, I've just been. Uh, I'm about to hit the road for Rugby League the Musical promotional tour for the the tour that's coming up later in the year. Mm. Um, Fourteen dates all over Queensland. So New got, characters, Dennis. Uh, well, Cooper Cronk is is he's yeah. back in the show and is he's he? um, very yeah. poetic and he's yeah. loving it and uh, of course you know Peter Beattie's he coming the road with me. Uh, yes, of course, Peter's great. But but what sort of camera? I mean, Cooper's in a sort of transitional point. We all know he's finishing up. He'll get the nose job done then. Yes, the, the shoulder's Again. good. Is he aiming for another premiership? Just really in his of heart? Of course he is. He oh, is. Of course he is. Yeah, That's okay. what he's there for. He's a mercenary. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> No, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a professional, yeah. and he'll, he'll get the premiership <laughs> for the Roosters. What's, what is he on a year, by the way? million dollars. <laughs> million dollars, what? <laughs> well, is it above the table or under the table? Which, uh, uh, oh, come on now, Dennis. Yeah. Come yeah. on, put allegedly. Let's put the two together, shall we? <laughs> I went and saw American Psycho the musical at the Hayes Theatre. Is there such a thing? There is such a thing. Wow. Yeah, well, uh, I think the book is done by the guy who's done Riverdale, which is yeah. that very dark version of the Archie comics. Well, is there a lot of uh, Netflix sensation? Is this yeah. Little Shop of Horror style? 
Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a pretty Ben uh, Easton Ellis's book, literal set to mu- who did the music? Uh well, yeah, David it, Byrne. No, no, um, <laughs> and it certainly wasn't Mark like, Mothersbrough. Th- no. Thankfully, not Kate Miller Heideke. Uh, <laughs> But someone did the music, and he's done music for other things that As I should remember, but I haven't got the brochure is it, with Is me. it Shakespearean style to have people walking around the, the, the rafters pouring buckets of blood onto people? Well, there's, there's, there's not too much gore, right? but um, it's punctuated by songs of the era that he refers to. And, and the major murder scene is done to Huey Lewis in the news, and, oh. and I've always felt the same way when I hear Huey Lewis. Can I give you an exp- a memory? Please. First time, first time I went to New York City, nineteen. Uh, sorry, it was the it was the year of the Sydney Olympics, so two thousand. And uh, somebody got us into this brand new club that was opening up the meatpacking district. And we thought, well, you know, we get to walk straight in, you know. And in this room, there was Puff Daddy. I thought, we're, we're here, we're in New York. It's Puff Daddy at the opening night of this club called Lotus, you know. And then it was like the eighties revival was in full flight, and this is two thousand. And then Huey Lewis came up and said, "You're kidding me, aren't you?" And that's <laughs> that's stopped, hasn't? Well, we got tears for fears, new order, yeah. and something else. Uh, I also went to two vivid parties. I went to yeah. Mad Racket and Club Kooky. You did the double at the front of the Opera House. Yeah, and it was let's like gorgeous weather. Yeah, you, you know, look a bit tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're pretty civilized. Finished at eleven o'clock. Yes, eleven yeah. o'clock. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, it's had to be locked out. Well, you wouldn't want to get the complaints from the neighbours at Kirribilli or the Toaster, would you, Chris? The, this is the good thing, is that for some reason, the neighbours at Kirribilli don't seem to have as much clout as the neighbours at the Toaster. Oh, no. Because the music was quite cranked. I think you've got a fellow who's got a radio show host in the yes. Toaster, haven't you? Yeah. Who seems to have a reasonable amount of clout still. Who, who campaigned vigorously yeah. against the Toaster. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't the problem I had for those uh, yeah. other those forecourt, the, yeah. you know, heading up Macquarie Street ones. I think the, the speakers are directed... Straight out of the harbour. Yeah, right. So you know, the animals in the gardens will hear it. Yes. Directly They'll dance. Kooky house. Kooky animal style, you know. Oh, the, okay. Across yeah. the Mr. Macquarie's chair. Yeah. And um, uh, like I remember going to see the forecourt Lord and it was so quiet that there was a massive Lord f- fan behind me and there's nothing wrong with being a fan, yeah. but he sang along to every song oh, and knew every nice. word. He wasn't louder, was he? I was at his concert, not oh, the Lord's no. concert. Look, there's a problem. We know that we, you know the election has now changed things, and the whole sort of keeps it in the open vibe and the mentality about what do we what do we really want in our city? Do we want some culture, which equates to sort of action and noise <laughs> and food and people being people? You know, yes. Um, that sort of strangulation process of noise is a real issue in this city. I think. Yeah, it's a it's a it's something we'll have to address ad- further on. Yeah. I, I'd simply just leave with my final as I was departing mm. in the People Mover up Macquarie Street. Uh, the precinct down at the Opera House on Saturday night. There was a young Is that woman. a new version of precincts? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. There was a young woman in some distress. I'm saying she was uh, intoxicated in some shape or form. There yeah. were paramedics involved, yeah. police, an ambulance. I mean, I think she'd be fine. There's no doubt yeah. you know, that she was just a bit angry. Yeah. And it turns out she'd um, been to the Cure concert. <laughs> Uh, enjoyed disintegration, but then they did a second set of B sides and curios and rarities. That was too much, to be too much for her. Yeah, right. You know, you just get too much goth in your life, I think, gentlemen. <laughs> um, closing happy thoughts. Note, closing yeah. thoughts. Closing thoughts. I'm trying not to lose interest, Chris. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? When it's you're hard 13. when you're on the, I've, I've not had this feeling for quite a while. And when the storm keep winning, yeah, that, that, that yeah. makes it really hard. God, we love rugby league, though. You've been with Boy. Stephen Ferris, Dennis Carnahan, Chris Gale. This is more fired up. You can catch fire up the new fire up every Friday morning, nine twenty a.m. Nine twenty a.m. FBI ninety four point five FM on your Sydney radio dial. Dennis will be returning with Rugby League the Musical in August. That's something to look forward to. Uh, thank you to the Diamantina Podcast Network for allowing us to do this show. We will see you next week. And thanks for Redford Pat. Thank you, Redford. Fire, 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 fire.